Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast Brothers and Sisters Episode 29 Let the Roman Reigns Go Loose My Tribal Chief Roman Oh my god Reigns He's not as annoying is a white piece of dog shit, but he's still fucking annoying. Paul Heyman? Yes. Yeah. The goat? Ugh. What? E dangerously. I don't know. Don't oh my know. God, we're back again. Episode 29, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I just hit my nose on the microphone. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Let the Roman <laughs> reigns go loose. Here we are. It's Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast Brothers. And this is the one, the only podcast that what? That what? Mixes. <sighs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Amalgamates. I'm not giving you that. The world of One Tree Hill, where there's actually two of them, because there's one in New Zealand as well. Yeah. Two Tree Hill, amalgamating Two Tree Hill and the wonderful world of wrestling. Most importantly, the wonderful world of the World Wrestling Federation. 1997, we're in that arc. Follow us. On Instagram and TikTok at treehillwf.podcast and make sure you listen in on all streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. What? I'm going to hit you. iHeartRadio. Stop it. (laughs) Amazon Podcast. I I don't even know what I've said now. Not doing anything. What? Not doing anything. What? Deezer, Pandora. Poor Stitcher. Bye. Rest. Uh, Yeah, no more Stitcher. Well, you can listen to us on all the other podcasts. Speaking of Apple Podcasts, we're going up the ranks a little bit here in Apple Podcast land. Yeah, as of a few days ago, um, actually on August 7th for TV show reviews. Yep. We were ranked number 23 Woo! on August 7th. 23. And Michael Jordan, Nathan Scott. <laughs> hey. Right? Boom. Right. And then a few days ago, we were like 134. And now Overall. we're like above 200. But like still like. Nice. We we ranked in the top like. 23. Yeah. We're number 23. We're number 23. So thank you all out there for listening to this podcast. On, and up, it's specifically on Apple yeah, in Canada. Apple Podcasts, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Picking up a little steam. I love it. We've got stickers now. Stickers. So you can make sure 
you get to our Instagram and TikToks because we're going to have a few videos pumping up the stickers. They cost $3.16. If you want one, you can put it on your fridge. You can put it on your wall. Like I said, you could buy 50 of them and wallpaper your entire dining room with them if you wanted to. I think it would take more than 50. You could probably do a feature wall. Depends on how big your dining room is, though. Ours, probably more than 50. Oh, no, we'd probably need a thousand. <laughs> we <laughs> have a yes. big dining room. Yes, THWF podcast stickers in the Attitude Era font with more merch coming soon enough. Make sure you hit us on the Instagram and TikToks at treehillwf.podcast and check out how you can find out to grab one of those and give it to your loving significant other for possibly a Christmas present, maybe a birthday present, an anniversary, maybe a bar mitzvah. Or just for fun, because, you know, $3.16 and just a sticker, it's not a lot for a gift. Think bigger. No, it really isn't. Think bigger. You can buy 50 (laughs) stickers for that. There you go. Then it'd be over $150 worth of stickers. Then we'd have to fucking order new stickers, dude. But we appreciate all the listens, loves, likes, subscribes, and all the comments and views on all our Instagrams and TikToks and all the comments and all the love that you've been showing us. It has brought me and Aaron much closer together. Speaking of, I am Sean Harris. And I am Aaron Cosker. No, no, no. You're not just Aaron (laughs) Cosker. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're not just Aaron Cosker, okay? You're wifey-poo. You're the ultimate. You're version one not just Matt Hardy, but your version one, the most important, the Ukrainian sensation, E.J.K. Eric That was so fucking extra. Only the best for you, baby. <laughs> the most flamboyant wife. The most charismatic wife. No, I'm not charismatic. I'm not flamboyant. What are you at talking all? about with your fucking videos on TikTok getting tens of thousands of views? Not charismatic, dude. That's because you posted them and boosted them, bro. Dude. We paid for those views. Dude, it's called <laughs> advertisement, man. What do you do with your podcast? You fucking advertise it so people can see your shit. Mm-hmm. Did we force them to like the videos? Did we force them to view it? No, they viewed it. Then they liked it. Then they commented on it. We influenced the views by paying for it. It's called advertisement, brother. Uh huh. That's what you do when you have a fledging podcast and you're trying to get it out into podcast land. Podcast land. Podcast land, dude. Interesting. Episode 29, season 2, episode 7, Let the Reins Go Loose. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you liked this episode. I did. Going into this episode, I was not very excited because I'm getting pretty last sick. last episode was kind of That was the worst episode, shit. honestly, <laughs> I've ever seen of One Tree Hill It just so didn't have a lot going for it was the only it was. good thing that happened in my book besides obviously maria menounos and every time she comes on screen is chad michael murray scolding his mother that was funny for coming in too late and grounding her but that was it that's mm-hmm. all you had to write home about in the last episode in episode six so i was not exactly stoked to watch this one but i was pleasantly surprised that we got a pretty good episode this week yeah 
and it even started. Now, a big reason why I can't stand this season so far is because the introduction of Felix and Anna, two characters that are so worthless, so useless, and so needless, taking up precious television time <laughs> when we can see more of Maria Menounos. Oh, my God. I'm okay. Andy's a fox, so I'd like to see more of Andy's him, Andy's okay. I'm still not quite sold on him just because anybody who dates Karen that's not Keith, I'm a little mixed. It's like that fatherly thing where it's just like, oh, okay, you're going to be with Karen? Well, I have to approve of you first because Keith was the last one, even though they didn't technically date, but he did ask her to marry him. But Keith's the man. And now he's got Maria Menounos. Screw Karen. Fuck. <laughs> he, he leveled up. So why dude. can't Karen have a love interest like Andy? Yeah, I know. It's just, ah, it feels That's so That's a double off. standard there, it bro. It feels so off, though. Just wait. Yep. Just I think wait. just because Keith think... got his heart broken and Karen was the one who did it. Okay. The thing is, we all know this. Keith made a big mistake by drinking before going to pick her up from the airport and there was a car accident and everything and risked her son's life. But he wasn't over the legal limit. But still, still, it's an iffy thing to play like with your son's life. Your son's life. And I understand she was pissed and the way that he asked her was so out of the blue. She hadn't healed from that trauma yet and not only that they weren't even together exactly they never ended up actually being together and just it was just bad timing very and it feels like most of Keith's character arc so far has been bad timing but now the fucking one of the sexiest wrestling fans of all time comes riding into the show blowing stop sides and getting in the fucking car accidents Dude, he, she hit a curb. She got in a car accident. It was she, an accident. She like coasted into the curb. It was an accident in a car. Coasted car into accident. the curb. So when you coast into a curb, do you call it a car coasting into a curb or car accident? I don't call car like hitting a curb a car accident. accident. That's bro. a car accident, one hundred percent. It's an accident that you did something you weren't supposed to do oops. and you hit something. <laughs> the curb was yeah. too close. Yeah, you got a lot of those oops. So looking at my car, you got a lot of those oops, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, Felix is here. We don't give a shit about Felix. Uh, he just banged Brooke. He just he wants post-sex snuggles and Brooke's like, bro, I'm not about that life with you. He He's starting to catch feels. Like I feel like he always had feels the entire time. He wants to push this friends with benefits just so he can sleep with her and then he can get to know her and then eventually be together. But he's just a loser, man. He's just I, a fucking Yeah, I wiener. don't like this guy. Fucking hate him. I have very strong dislike towards him. And Anna, too. I mean, I understand that they're trying to push Anna as this baby face character, but I feel like because she's so associated with Felix and just because of the way she is, she's just, just kind of lame. Just like her brother. She seems very immature. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Not I don't fan. know what it is about her. Well, I know there's one thing I don't like about her, and that'll come up later in the episode. <laughs> but anyways. Is there a certain word that triggers you? Certain word. A certain word. And we will talk about it later in the episode. Is it, oh, is the certain word? Uh, lousy, stinking, gutless hyena? 
No. No. But that's, that's a, the other show. That's a big one. That's the other show. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Keller. Oh, fucking Chris Keller. Anyways, Peyton goes into the record store and he hands her a rider. Things he requires for him to play the show. And she's uh, like, fuck you and your rider. You know, it's funny when I was on tour. Uh, across Canada with the Dayglo abortions tour managing, we had a rider. You know mm-hmm. what was on that rider? Cocaine. No. Mm. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, actually, beer. Beer uh, and food. Well, of course. Beer, beer, beer and food. That was the main And meth. <laughs> My personal rider included specifically green M&M's. Only green. So buy an entire bag of M&M's. Take all of them out except for the green M&M's. <laughs> Dude, it's don't not, be that asshole. It's not my writer. That was a thing back in the 80s. I think it was with Van Halen where uh, they had a whole thing about green M&M's. It was Van Halen That's or one of those bands. Anyways, hilarious. Come on, people. Green M&M's, dude. Come on, people. But yes, I've had a writer in the past. Um I'm thinking that Chris Keller, because he seems like a weird dude. Have you ever seen the... Overripe cantaloupe? Overripe yeah, cantaloupe? That legit yeah. was on it. I mean, honestly, he's kind. Of, this guy's kind of fucked. I mean, he talks I about himself. I think he put, like, magnum condoms on there, too, or something. He talks something. about himself in the third person, much like The Rock does. <laughs> but, you know, this rider with the overripe cantaloupe, I'm sure he's so fucked, he probably wants naked pictures of B. Arthur and uh, Betty White on his rider as well, too. <laughs> oh, my God. But be that as is, as it may. Yeah, Keller, I don't know about this guy. Just not uh, not having it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a... Uh... He's an interesting character. You'll see over the course of the show. Meaning he sticks around past season two. That sucks. (laughs) Brooke is at school and she's collecting donations for the needy. Meaning herself because she's a poor (laughs) bitch now. Except the picture on the jar and everything she has up. (laughs) It's like some cramp ad. It's an ad for cramp medicine. (laughs) Cramp cramp cream. So Peyton and Haley see her and she's like, oh, you know, I'm just raising money for myself because I need an outfit for this club opening. And Haley's like, no, I'm going to take you discount shopping, girl. Yeah, so they go to the fucking (laughs) discount store, dude. Oh, my gosh. But Brooke apparently still needs money to discount shop. She does. Not (laughs) as much money as she's normally used to spend. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Now we get back to Anna. First appearance of Anna in this episode. Not Elsa, unfortunately, (laughs) but Anna. And she, she just wants to hang out with Lucas. They're friends with potential. Friends with potential. He, he's a potential. He's a FWP, <laughs> a friend with potential, not a FWB. Potential. Potential. <laughs> wow. How early on in our relationship was I potential? Um. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, earlier than that. Earlier than that was like. In the first like week, yeah. Hmm. Snowstorm. <laughs> a specific snowstorm, yes. A specific 
five foot snowstorm in 2017. It literally was halfway up my one. It was taller car, than you. The car door on the one side, and then it was up to the roof of my car on the other side because I had hedges, and the snow like it was just piling up. It was fucking insane. And we had dug the cars out the night prior just to get ready for work. Yeah, we both had to work early, and like we, did we not were work outside. Early shoveling at like 1 a.m and i got up and like looked outside at like 5 a.m and then that four hours the fucking snow was like five feet tall it was fucking insane yeah 2017 snowstorms good times Uh yeah there was no way our cars would have gotten even off the street other cars were spinning out on the street so oh yeah why is Haley so terrified to sing i get it Okay, I totally get it. She has not sung. She has an amazing voice. I know, but she hasn't sung in public, like, had anyone but Nathan or, like, maybe family members hear her, like, sing ever. So that's nerve-wracking. I don't even like singing in front of you. True. I can attest to that. So, like, I sing in front of your daughter to an embarrass her i sing in front of flynn to make him laugh you've sung in front of me rarely well i've been drunk <laughs> yeah and rarely <laughs> on some road trips and stuff road- i thought you were saying concerts and stuff it's you, happened yeah but it's so loud you're not supposed to hear me no but i hear you i <laughs> hear you off, loud man. and clear oh my god stop but i get like the embarrassment of it like what if someone like th- says she sucks that's embarrassing uh, yeah sure for, i've had that for, happen for certain personality types but when you're japanese like i am karaoke is in my bloodstream so i am genetically predisposed to be put on this earth to get drunk and sing songs in front of people so i don't understand the embarrassment part yeah well <laughs> <laughs> For me, I understand it, and I would be in the exact same boat as her. Fair enough. Anna finally meets Peyton. (laughs) Peyton's handing out flyers for this uh, open mic trick night, the trick opening. They spelled trick wrong. Well, it's because of the sign from the last episode. It's not how you spell trick. There's a K at the end. I know, but... She plugged in the sign and only the letters T-R-I-C lit up. So. Still a spelling mistake. Fuck off. Proper spelling and grammar here, dude. Fuck off. (laughs) I'm going to kick you. (laughs) You're being a dick. You're going to kick me? K-I-C me? Oh my God. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay. So anyways, oh, fuck you, F-U-C-U. Anna <laughs> and Peyton meet, and Anna's like, oh, cool. Like, they have a weird nerd moment about comic, comic books, books or whatever. Yeah. And she Peyton's like, oh, you're Felix's sister. And he's like, she's like, yeah. Like, sadly, yes. Apparently. <laughs> she's like, you know, the guys here are cute, though. And they cut some fucking complicated yeah. histories, though. It was like, yeah, the people in this town have complicated histories, so just be aware of that. Um, but yeah, sounds like Anna's gonna go, possibly. Dan, 
shows up at Karen's cafe to apologize to Karen for all the shit he's put her through. I apologize, you son of a bitch! But then he proceeds to tell Karen about Deb and Keith sleeping together. Yeah, because Karen didn't know about this the entire time. Hasn't known at all. But the thing is, this is such a Dan thing to do. And Dan 100% knew what he was doing very with Dan, this. Very Dan, yes. Very much a Dan thing to do. And Karen's like, do I believe him? It is Dan after all. That's the thing. It is true. It, it, it 100% is 100% true. He's telling the truth here. But yeah. because he is such a lying, maniacal, sociopathic fuck that anything he says needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. I wouldn't trust Dan with my life. Actually, eh. I wouldn't. No. Well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust Dan with his own life. Throughout the series, you'll be back and forth. Shh. <laughs> I just want to confuse you. <laughs> uh, Keith and Jules. Well, Trick is opening. What? Trick is opening, so all these dates are being made. Yes, obviously. Keith is uh, introducing Jules to Karen, and they're going to show up at the club together. I like how... Keith tells Karen, yeah, I'm actually bringing a date. Is that okay? And Deb's like in the background, like looking. Yeah, and like, like, oh. Oh. A date? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. And then Karen totally expecting Keith to say Deb. It was Deb, yeah. But then he's like, oh, yeah, Jules is gone. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thought I was going to get something a little more spicier. Yeah, Deb (laughs) dating his own fucking sister-in-law. So Brooke gets the idea about a rider from Peyton to give to Felix basically rules for their friends with benefits situationship. FW situationship. (laughs) I like that. You haven't heard of that before? I've heard that, but I that's a perfect time to splice that in. Situationship. I love that. I feel like if because like around this time, this is when Facebook first started, like oh yeah. four. Yeah. I feel that if Brooke and Felix were on Facebook at this time, their relationship status would be it's complicated. Oh my god. <laughs> I still see people sometimes with the it's what complicated. What a cry for attention. And I'm like... How vague do you have to be? Just remove your status altogether you gotta love, for it. You gotta love vague booking. Oh my God. Love it. And here's two 30-something-year-olds talking about fucking Facebook. Like anybody under 30 cares about fucking Facebook anymore. Right. Because <laughs> we're fucking social media elders here on tree hill wrestling federation I'm also an elder podcast. emo so yes you are as you were wearing your the you shirt sorry last week I called it just used i will never make that mistake again and always call them the, the used. used but if i call them the used like two e's the used no the no used you're gonna get kicked <sighs> kicked with no k at the end so brooke makes a rider and gives it to Felix. And it's 
like no sleeping over, no sleeping late, no asking no questions, showers together yeah. Yeah. unless it's like for sexual nature, yeah. like yeah, no showers to clean yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nathan goes and visits Whitey at the hospital. He's visiting the white man. And he tells him, you know, I turned down high flyers. And Whitey is like, man, I like, honestly, I could see it in like Whitey's mind. He's like, I never would have pegged this guy to give up an opportunity like this for a wife. Like he's growing up. Well, you he, can literally see Nathan growing up, and well, I love fucking it. Fucking throws down some white man wisdom on him, and fucking tells him. <laughs> he tells him that yes, you have to take a step back as a basketball player, so you can take two steps forward as a man, as a husband. Wow, love it. White man wisdom. Oh my god, it's the white man, the whitey whacker himself. <laughs> So Keith is at, was it the cafe or were they at Trick? I forget. They were somewhere. I think it was at the cafe. I can't remember. I think it was at the cafe. Yeah, I don't know. Keith meets Andy and Andy has got some shirts made for the club opening. Yeah, it was at the cafe. Okay. Yeah. And... He got a little kid's shirt for Lucas and he holds it up and Keith is like the most confused look on his face. Like, is Lucas wearing crop tops now? Like, what's up here? Andy's been on this whole thing about thinking that Karen is so young that she only has like a toddler or a five or six six year year old as a kid. Why hasn't Karen said anything yet? Like he keeps, oh, that little tyke, oh, that little guy, what a scamp, I'm gonna brush his hair. What the fuck are you doing, You know how you're like, ah, little scamp, you know? Oh, I was sitting with Flynn today on the couch, and he was like leaning against me, we were watching a show, and I was like scratching his head, and he was like rubbing his hair. Cute little guy, you know, little Lucas, L-I-L, little Lucas, you know, cute little guy, did you get a babysitter for him, you know? (laughs) Meanwhile, he's this fucking 16-year-old kid. Oh my god. In high school. On the varsity basketball team. <laughs> Probably taller than fucking Andy. Oh, Lord, dude. Yeah. Haley is helping Brooke discount shop. Probably the first time in her life she's ever discounted shopping. Yeah, I mean, she had daddy's credit card to pay for everything. Not no more, brother. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I really want this purse. And Haley's like, it's not in the budget. Yep. Walk away. <laughs> that sounds like me and you. You're Brooke. I'm Haley. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I want this. Oh, that's so cute. It's not in the budget. Walk away. <laughs> but, it, but it's not in the budget. Walk. Do you like eating? Do you like living indoors? Put it down. Put your phone down. Get off Amazon. Put it down. <laughs> the last thing I bought on Amazon was door stoppers because Flynn keeps locking himself down. in his room. Put it down. That one made sense. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> so she finds an outfit eventually. For this trick night, the opening of Trick Sans K. Literally all of Tree Hill is here. <laughs> Every single 
resident citizen socialite of Tree Hill well, is here. So Peyton is worried that she didn't make enough flyers. Maybe she didn't put out enough. Maybe she didn't hype it up enough. And Lucas is like, was it Lucas? I'm pretty sure it was Lucas. He's like, dude. Take a look outside. And walks her to the door and like opens it. And she looks outside. the entire town is there. It's all the way down the stairs and around the parking lot. All 47 people in town 47 people. There was more than 47 people. 47 people, people, dude. Come on, bro. And that's the thing. Did I make enough flyers? If you made 47 flyers, that's enough for every person in town. (laughs) So the entirety of this tree hill is here. Bro. So... The banks are empty, so the they could banks e- are so, empty. so they could easily be robbed because there's no one near them. All the stores. I think a bank would be closed at that time of night. Can people rob banks if they're closed? <laughs> oh, I've got guns. I've got masks. I got a duffel bag. Put all this money. Oh, damn doors locked. Guess we're not robbing the bank tonight. Safe, bro. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Peyton sees Karen, and she asks about Andy. Mm, who's this Andy dude? Who's this? Who's this who's guy? This multi-millionaire who's this fox. He's he's hot, Karen. Go for it, girl. Because she's he's like close to her age, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty funny, and I agree with Peyton. Yeah, Brooke. So everyone's getting wristbands, and if they get a wristband, they are of age that they can drink, 21 and over. Um, Brooke somehow snakes herself a wristband and walks in, and she's congratulating Karen, and hey, (laughs) Karen grabs a pair of scissors, cuts the wristband, and says, no drinking. (laughs) No, no scissor bitching. (laughs) (laughs) Scissor me, Karen ass. No. Um, so Brooke decides she's going to drink outside the club. And she didn't Felix, say anything about drinking outside of the club. Right. Only inside. And Felix walks by with, with Teresa. Teresa. One of the cheerleaders. Was Teresa the one that got like fucking chicken uh, pox, chicken pox yeah. and couldn't do the dance? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Haley is getting cold feet. She is too scared to perform. Get it. I totally get it. So she's but straight she's up. she's kind of late in letting Peyton down. At the last fucking minute, too. Yeah. Like, she sees that 47 people are here. Biggest crowd she's oh ever seen in front of. And she, she's getting cold feet. She doesn't want to do this shit anymore. So she's like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm literally rolling my eyes at him right now. You can hear the eyes roll in the back of your head like The Undertaker. Oh, my God. Andy finally meets Lucas. They're sitting at the oh, bar just chatting. Great, and he's like, great introduction. Lucas asks Andy, like they're talking about music and stuff and movies or whatever. And Lucas looks at Andy and he's like, oh, are you here with Peyton? And Andy's like, actually, I'm here with. And then Karen walks up and he's like, Karen. And she's like, uh, this is awkward. And he's like, yeah, well, Luke is like, mom. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, Andy's like, oh boy. 
I thought you were six, not, not six, six one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It's pretty great meaning, honestly. I the loved inter- that. The introduction here was phenomenal. I think they did it kind of perfectly here. It's a pretty oh, good. Pretty, it's a good it. one. I love it. I loved it. And not only that, Deb also meets Jules. My sweet, sweet Maria Menounos. Okay, I'm going to let you go on a rant about this part because you're in love with her. I am in love with Maria Menounos. And but I'm long right before, here. You're in love with British Bulldog. <laughs> okay. I, me and him are fighting right now. Yeah, you're in your uh, breakup season right now with fucking British We're Bulldog. We're on a break. You're... You're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maria Menounos, she finally meets Deb yeah. here. And yes, there's a whole pit of awkwardness surrounding all of this. But I love how during that meeting, and Keith even hugs Deb after Maria leaves to go get a drink. Two te- he wanted water and they get two tequila shots. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. But while you see perfect camera angle, love the camera and then directing here in the scene where Keith and Deb hug, but hovering in the distance with this snarl on her face is Karen just overlooking. Oh, what's going on here? What Dan said, is that actually fucking true? Mm-hmm. Look at the sheer love between these two and this hug. This is more than just a brother and sister-in-law hog this this is something that means a little bit mm-hmm. love the cinematography here <sighs> felix and anna are fighting because felix is being an ass about anna hanging out with lucas and we get our first something happened at their last school or whatever so they had to move that they caused them needing to move. And Anna says the first, the first time she says this word. She that says that. We're going to hear a lot of. She says to Felix, she looks straight in his eyes and she goes, you're a lousy, stinking, rotten hyena. Bro. Oh, sorry. Next show. Um, <laughs> she's like, Felix, that was just rumors. And the way she says it to it, oh, so, so annoying. Fucking annoying. It's like fucking- I literally said that exactly like her. Cause that's like, that's how she's going to sound every time she says rumors. rumors. It's just a rumor. Rumors. It's rumors. Rumors. Fuck. Fingernails on a fucking chalkboard here, dude. We're going to have a whole rumors counter. Yeah, much like season. our stinking hyena counter, we need to have as well. Yeah, you're gonna have to backtrack. I gotta backtrack because he said it a few times. <laughs> well, he's only started to say it since his heel turn, basically. Uh, since no, turned, he was saying it before that. He said it a couple times about Stone Cold, I think. But then it really turned it up once he turned his back on America. Mm, no, I've been hearing it a long time. No, a long time. Not that long. We're gonna have to. We'll go back. Oh my god, we're gonna have to watch it all over again. We're gonna have to watch it you all can. over again. I I made note of every single time Bret Hart said hyena. Uh, okay, so well, I just gotta go back that. in my notes, dude. But you yes, do that. rumors counter. Ding. Number one, rumors counter. Chris Keller gets up on stage, and he's gonna play. No, he's not. He plugs in his guitar, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like here we go." 
But everyone, like, everyone's excited. It's a club opening. Everyone's, like, he hasn't started. He hadn't even played a note yet. And everyone's just waiting for him to start. But you got to kind of mingle and stuff. Like, this dude's taking forever to get his shit figured out. And then he's like, you're not ready for this. And walks off stage. What a fucking asshole. If you were at a concert and a band did that. Oh, wait. I was at a concert and the band didn't even fucking show up till 45 minutes after we left. Because we had already been waiting for an hour can i wager a guess as to <gasps> what the singer was mr wheeland of fucking stone temple pilots before he died yes yeah that was so annoying we just he probably didn't there. get three ice cubes in his green tea in his hotel room before he went on it was stupid we literally like <laughs> the first band played we sat there Who was the first band at i that don't show remember anyways. that was forever ago mm. I don't remember. My mom got the fucking tickets from Groupon. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. It was forever ago, though. Groupon was huge at the time. Groupon was big back then, yeah. I got and, a few tickets from Groupon. And so, we, like, sat there and waited and waited. And it was, like, me it's and... STP, dude. Me and the boys and dad. And I think, like, one of Clay's friends was there, too. And dad was just, like... at. By the time we had waited an hour, dad was like, fuck this. And we left. You didn't miss much, dude. He died shortly after. (laughs) (laughs) We just like drove around and got McDonald's after that. Sounds like so much better. And then my mom got my mom got her refund double for the whole thing. So they paid you to not see Stone Temple Pilots. (laughs) Awesome. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I've also gotten Backstreet Boys tickets from Groupon before. Cool. Cool. So Karen, obviously playing damage control here, gets up on stage and saying, oh, sorry about whatever that was, but hey, free, free round. round on the house. Free round on the house. And of, of juice. Of juice. Everyone's cheering and they're like, woo. And she's like. Peyton's like, it's Peyton's, all ages. Yeah. No, dude. no, it's all ages. Of juice. Of juice. Of course. Of juice. Of juice. juice. Go but get your Karen, orange juice. Karen's so cute She's about very it. cute. Yeah. She's so adorable. She's like so serious, but it like comes off so cute and adorable. It's so funny. But during this whole thing, Haley... Just gets up and plays. Well, after... Because she was kind of calling out Chris Keller. Yeah. And then Peyton was all pissed off and talking to Chris Keller, too. And all of a sudden, Chris is like, well, if I didn't do what I did, would she be up there right now? Yeah. Fair enough. So he's like playing the game here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, Haley goes up. Starts her song, phenomenal voice, mm-hmm. great piano skills, everybody entranced by her ability, not knowing how good she is. And this is a start right here, dude. First time she's ever played in front of 47 people. Oh, dude. 47 people. Get out of here, bro. Not 48, not 46, not 50, 47. And then Brooke's a little drunk. A little a little drunk and mouth is talking to her and she's saying how sweet of a person she is or that he is and how like one day he's going to make someone very happy and he's he's like a really good little brother oh that's the worst this guy's thing. obsessed with her he's been trying to recite what to say to her oh, all yeah, night right and he he's just so obsessed and so in love with her and that's the worst thing that you could possibly hear from a girl that you're interested in besides like B 
being in the friend zone like i like you as a friend we're such great friends the friend zone but even worse than the friend zone is you're like a little brother to me ah because you know you're never gonna get any pussy then there's no way there's no way not happening dude (laughs) unfortunately but now we find out that it wasn't actually mouth who paid for this fucking mini one point to six scale dollhouse of her house wasn't him who paid for it no it was felix why did felix pay for it and why does he want it to keep it a secret that he paid for it don't know you'll have to wait and see Fuck. <laughs> but he's pissed off at mouth about bringing this up and talking shit mm-hmm. so he kind of pushes off mouth yeah and then lucas sees it and Lucas and Felix. Oh, no. Oh, oh. This is my domain okay, here, dude. you go for it, bro. <laughs> this is fucking my domain. Coming down the aisle, it's Felix. And in the other corner, Lucas Scott with his shaved head. We have a hardcore match. One full anything goes steel chair table match. And it's Lucas, and he gets the first shot from Felix. Felix takes him, and then Lucas, he gets him. He takes him down, and he, it's a Donnie Brook. Oh, my God, it's a damn slobber knocker. It's damn Felix going against damn Lucas Scott. Oh, my God. Oh, puppies. Ah. So apparently we've transitioned to the wrestling part of the show already. (laughs) It's Andy Hoggro. He's running in. He's pulling off Lucas. So Keith. Keith is uh, also assisting and kicking Felix out. Yes, we have another wrestling match here on One Tree Hill. Because we amalgamate, dude, and there's plenty of wrestling matches to go around on both shows, brother. So now... The fight has broken up and the club has cleared out because the night is over. Lucas is sitting at the bar icing his lip and Karen is grounding him and taking away his cell phone. Mm. But then Anna says she's going to go because she has her mom's car. And Lucas is trying to say like, Oh, are you going to call me or something or whatever? He's got no cell phone. What cell phone? phone? (laughs) Did he forget what happened 10 minutes earlier? (laughs) And Andy finally plants the first kiss on Karen. Wow. What a moment. Remember when I first kissed you? Because you were too chicken shit to kiss me Dude, I don't make the first move, brother. Bro. I don't do it, man. I'm too much of a pussy. (laughs) At least you admitted it. Uh, It's 100% I got bigger balls than you then. Dude. (laughs) I, I, you know what? The, it always comes back. Every time I think about a first kiss, I always like chicken out because I feel, I never know whether if the girl likes me or not enough for me to kiss them because I always fear that if I go in for it and then I get rejected if I like oh don't kiss me or oh you know that feeling of the fear of rejection so what I just, if I had that fear of rejection with you we wouldn't be together right oh now my would God, we right thanks for making the first move dude <laughs> appreciate it yeah I'm not a first move guy wow yeah. how have you survived in relationships yeah, I don't know like how were you not 100% single before me yeah well I've only been with girls who have made the first move. Wow. Yeah, I know. But 
it's 2020. So you like ballsy women. I do. That's all it is. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it's 2023 now. I mean, who really cares who makes the first movie And anymore? I like men who are pussies. Anyways, <laughs> Chris is complimenting Haley and saying how many guys want to bang her and him included, do you think? Oh, yeah. He's totally into Haley. Mm-hmm. He heard that first fucking note that she sang and he was signed, sealed, and delivered. He wants to make her, he wants to hear the O sound from Haley. He's also talking about how he has some studio time coming up and he'd love to, you know, get her in the studio with him. Yep. Also. But you can see the jealousy from Nathan. Yep, for sure. You can definitely see it. Not only have I had a writer, I've also been in the studio and recorded an album. I know you have. Yeah. But the listeners don't know that, dude. (laughs) Some might. Some do. Some do, for sure. The ones that have known you for a while. Long enough to know that, yes, I have recorded an album. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) I have a little bit of a history in the music business, so to speak. A little bit. That's why you're so good at, like, starting this thing and, like, you know... Four years of having my own heavy metal radio show. Monday Metal Mayhem with DJ Agent Invasion, brother. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I am not good at this shit. Like, the whole talking, like... Hearing your own voice? The only talking I've ever done, like, kind of like this or whatever. Like, I do conference calls for work. I talk on the conference calls. That's it. You don't hear your own voice, though. No. And this you get to listen to your own voice back. That's weird to me. That's the thing. At first, it's weird, but now that we've done this twenty nine times, you get used to it. Once, back when I was dating Travis, I had left. Let's strike that Hang name on. from the record. Hang book, on, please. Shut the fuck up for a second. He was listening. I was on the phone with him, and he listened to a voicemail I had left on his home phone. And I heard myself and I sounded like a fucking five-year-old child. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I fucking hate my voice. So that's probably also why I don't sing. Did you know that? Is because I think I sound like a fucking five-year-old child when I sing. Did you know that most people hate their own voice? Literally despise my voice. A lot of people hate it. I've gotten so used to listening to my own voice over the last 10 plus years that it doesn't really faze me at all. Yeah. 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 So Mouth takes care of Brooke and gets her home and lays her down in bed, tucks her in. He was holding her hair, make sure she doesn't throw up on her own shoes. And Felix walks in the room because she also has a door to the outside of the house in her bedroom, which is weird. Um, Her and Lucas. And then Felix is like. Is that a Tree Hill thing? I think it's a USA thing. Um, So Mouth takes care of her, but then Felix is trying to say, like, it's okay, man. Like, we can be friends. And Felix is like, fuck you. Like, basically, he's like. So so Mouth leaves, and then Brooke, she's already fallen asleep, and Felix is just there. And and sits down on her bed and and is like brushing her hair. She wakes up. She's like, Felix. You took care of me? And he lies and is like, yeah, I did. Takes all the fucking credit. Fucking ass. Wow. 
but yet takes the credit for taking care of her, but doesn't take the credit for buying back the dollhouse. I don't mm. understand what's going on here, which I honestly don't care what's understanding about this because he's a fucking rich, douchey piece of shit. Yeah, we don't care. He's about an RDPOS, brother. <sighs> so Karen asks Deb about what Dan told her. She says, you know, like Dan told me this thing and I don't know whether to believe it or not, but I just want to ask you and get the clarification. And Deb straight up says, no, that never happened. I heard that you and Keith slept together. No. And Deb plays it off so slyly. So not only have I stopped standing Deb, I now stand Haley. It's, uh, I don't know, man. Deb, not only is she now on the See You Next Tuesday team, (laughs) but she is now a lying See You Next Tuesday team all unto herself. Do you think Karen will ever officially find out? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) Fuck to the yes, for sure. They they don't put this in there to not have her find out. Mm -hmm. That is bullshit. Jules and Keith now are taking their relationship official. If I needed to trade places with anybody in Tree Hill, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Keith, man. Hook a bro up. <laughs> dude. Hook a bro up. Your fiance is sitting right beside you. Do you need to keep telling me that when you fucking drool over? I haven't been drooling lately. Lately? But you had the prior five months of television. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just give me this. Okay, give me Maria Menounos. I'll give you Bulldog. You had Peyton for a bit, dude. Yeah, I don't care about her anymore. She can't even spell trick right. Oh my god! <laughs> she doesn't even lock her fucking door, dude. And she's done cocaine, and now and Haley now she's a knows. fucking cokehead, and now Haley knows. Oh my god! I love how the prediction that I didn't even intend to make a prediction was Peyton being a cokehead. Yeah, well, Hilarious. we've got some predictions coming up in the wrestling side that I'm like, holy fuck, I got like three things right. Yeah, dude, you were like, uh, you're like a fucking psychic with this next episode of wrestling. We'll get there though. Yes. Haley's out super late though. Nathan's laying up in bed. He's yeah, fucking... he had left the club because he had to work in the morning, yeah, and Haley had to do an interview with Thud. So, is it Thud anymore? It's they still the name stays. The name remains. It's not th- oh my god, or dude. Or back to thud decadely again. Oh my god. Tree Hill Underground decadely. Once every ten years this fucking magazine comes out. This publication. Bro. But the problem is it costs fifty thousand dollars an issue every ten years, so they make their money back. Oh my god! But yeah, Haley's out fucking late, and then she realizes that Peyton's now a cokehead because she parties with cokeheads. Yes, uh, Peyton was trying to get the last stragglers out of the club so they could close up for the night, and it was Rick and a bunch of other people he was partying with. And, and they're cool; they'll do bumps with us, bro. No problem. And Haley's like, "What the fuck, dude?" What in the absolute shit? <sighs> and Felix gives Lucas a warning. A warning. Outside of his house. A three-minute warning. 
leave my sister alone. Mm. What you gonna do about it, bro? So what you gonna do with it? But I have my money when I come to collect. Oh pay God. up, pay up, pay up. Better episode. Mm-hmm. I was much more impressed with this. Dollar sign, 3.86. Much Ooh. better than being in the ones like we were last week. Yeah, it was a little uh, little iffy there for that. That Ooh. week last Ooh. week, that was a bad one. That man. was a that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a long forty-seven minutes of television. <laughs> Even for me, I was like, "Yeah, this drag. episode drag. is so slow." Yeah, dragged, but luckily this one did not, and I was uh, much happier getting through this. And it seemed to fly by, and there were some good jokes, good storylines, good cliffhangers to kind of keep us going for later in the season. A fight. And of course, a fucking that damn wrestling match in the middle of a square circle. Damn it! You are so fucking extra, bro. You want to get real extra? We'll get extra here on the May fifth, nineteen ninety seven episode of Raw is War. Green <laughs> Bay, Wisconsin. Green Bay, home of the Green Bay Packers. At mm-hmm. this time, the Super Bowl champions. Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. You would know that. Of course I would fucking know You're that. You're such a fucking encyclopedia you know, for useless shit. But it's not useless. Okay, dude. But they were the champions of the world. They had won the Super Bowl. They okay. had beaten the New England Patriots. Encyclopedia for useless shit. <laughs> Anyways. They're the champs. Don't care. They're the fucking I do not champ. give a shit about football. Fuck you. But you know who else is the champs? All of the fucking Heart Foundation. Oh, the fucking bitch Heart Foundation. (laughs) Jesus. And I love how Bret Hart's in an Edmonton Oilers jersey. And now they're talking about how last week, like what happened with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And now they're not out for his blood anymore. They're out for Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. That's right. Bret. Which, how quickly that flipped. Well, they took out. Austin. He was off in an ambulance. Out. He, he, they threw him off a stage, nailed him with his crutch. He's out on the cement, taken out on the stretcher in the ambulance. Away you go. He's done, man. <laughs> Fucking Heart Foundation eradicated Stone Cold Steve Austin. Except he shows up later on in the episode, so he's not exactly eradicated because <laughs> that's wrestling dude wow we tell you one okay. thing we tell you one thing and we do a 180 and give you the exact opposite Ugh. brett think i want to thank all my fans in germany all my fans all over europe and asia and especially my fans in canada the greatest country in the world but I, what i don't want to think is the sick violent violence society the violent violence society of the united states of america i was literally when he said that i was like bro like what the fuck are you saying apparently we don't speak english in canada apparently bro is coked out of his mind possibly (laughs) i know i'll tell you one thing's for sure at least three of these guys in the heart foundation are on some kind of drugs guaranteed Mm -hmm. can you guess the three guys who are on drugs in this faction this heart foundation out of the five you got neidhart pillman bulldog for sure boston pizza 100 (laughs) percent. that's one you got two more 
Who's the next? Uh, Owen. No. 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 Family man. Mm. Doesn't touch his stuff. Brett? Nope. Nope. His, his, his vice was pussy. Oh, okay. Yes. So tassel boots. Yep. And other fucking... Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Makes sense because those three guys are all dead. Okay. Yeah. Substance abuse issues for sure. <laughs> Alcohol issues, unfortunately. Rest all their souls. Sadly. Great men. Great wrestlers. Bad decisions, the only dude. The one I care about is tassel boots. Bad decisions, dude. It happens. But. Boston Pizza was fucking obvious, though. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Fucking obvious. Oh, you'll see, man. You will see. This sick, violent, violent society that includes your hero, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that gutless, rotten, stinking hyena. Oh, there we go. (laughs) He's a broken up piece of pile of broken bones. This guy just can't. Like, you can tell. Like, you say that he's so good on the mic as a heel. Okay. Context, bro. Okay. The thing about Bret Hart is that he was never good on the mic. Okay. Well, especially when he was a baby face. But was, you can tell with this shit. Especially when he was a baby face, he was not good on the mic. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he turned heel, at least he had something to talk about. America, I hate you. Gutless hyenas, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Sexy Boy, Boy Toy Shawn Michaels. He actually had some, you know, some talking di- points, some direction with his words, as opposed to being a babyface. Or if only he could straighten out his talking points. That's before. the problem. So when I say this is his best mic work of his career, it is the best mic work of his career because when you're a two out of ten on the mic, when you're all of a sudden a four out of ten on the mic, it's your best oh mic boy. work. You've doubled your ability on the mic. He was never good, but at least this is better than what he has been before. Mm. But yes, they're turning their attentions to Shawn Michaels. They have all the gold. They got the Intercontinental gold. They got the European gold. They got the tag team gold. They got the Slammy gold. Even Anvil has fucking gold in his teeth. (laughs) They're all about the gold. I love how Owen and Bulldog are wearing t-shirts of themselves. No, I loved that. (laughs) Literally, everyone else is wearing like Bret Hart shirts. Or Brett is wearing Heart Foundation shirts. Oilers. He's wearing his Oilers shirt. Pillman and Neidhart are wearing the Heart Foundation shirts. But Tassel Boots (laughs) and Owen have their own shirts. But like not of each other. Their own shirt. And literally. With them on the shirt. Pictures of themselves (laughs) on their shirt. That was so great. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. And I love on the back of Bulldog shirt, it says his bite is worse than his bark because he's the bulldog. Oh, boy. Marketing, dude. (laughs) So they're going to go out. I need a a tassel boot shirt like that. Yeah, dude. We got to get you the tassel boots uh, bite is worse than his bark shirt. (laughs) Got to find that on eBay, dude. So they're going. They're heading out backstage. They're checking all over the arena. Where the fuck is Yeah, now is they're going to tear up Michaels? the entire fucking place. Not only are they searching for Shawn Michaels, they're also searching for his smile, and they're going to wipe it right off his face, dude. I love how they walked into, like, one room, 
And it looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin was actually back there. Yeah, but it was it. It wasn't him? No, it wasn't. Oh, it looked like it was him. It looked like his shirt. Um, so they're like, oh, like, they're not looking for him yeah, anymore. No, yeah, they so, set their sights on Sean. Oh, God. Ruth Charismatic! HBK. That was funny. After commercial, we have the next match. Oh, my God. It's Thongnator. Oh, no, it's not Thongnator. Because he's in fucking sweatpants this week. <laughs> what the fuck is up with Ahmed's attire? First, he's in the fucking thong. Then he's in the fucking jammy jams. <laughs> then he's in the fucking tracksuit fanny pack. There's a reason, though, for the sweats. That we would soon find out. But before this match, he has with fucking scissor bitch himself, fucking Rockabilly. Ew. Rockabilly gun against Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed mocking the fucking. Uh... Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he's like making fun of him while he's got him down. <laughs> that was funny. But it's kind of a little weird and off putting that Ahmed's wearing fucking sweatpants here. It's, yeah. It's definitely a little weird. I'm, without the be context. On watch. Without the context, we're on. Uh, jock's watch i guess uh you know he's he's got the sweatpants so and we get the promo raise the fist for farouk no 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 okay thank you that was easy raise the fist i guess not for farouk he's got a promo and he says that crush is gonna have a gauntlet match later on just to prove how easy it is for ahmed to win a fucking gauntlet match yeah. And he's going to get three of the toughest men in the WWF to face crush in this match. And then at the end of this match, the guitar comes into play. Yes. <laughs> so fucking scissor bitch ends up winning. But the reason he wins is because Thonginator grabs the guitar and smashes it over his head. Wasn't that the loudest guitar shot you've ever heard? Holy in your life? fuck. God it was damn, so loud. Dude. God damn. I was like, oh my God. Dude. Unreal. Yeah. Dude. Like it sounded like a fucking gunshot. Like that it was, was so loud. Absolutely caved in rockabilly's head with this fucking guitar and it was marvelous mm -hmm. i loved it it was beautiful <laughs> it was great heart foundation still in the back searching for sean michael's smile so they can wipe it off his face continually and during this we get a four-leaf clover life story <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah now i understand that during 97 they wanted to try some different things they wanted to kind of show the backstage side of things. Maybe a little bit of the behind the scenes of some wrestlers. How they grew up. Their upbringing. Their reason why they wrestle. Their life story, basically. And they kind of started that with a few guys. And they started this with Ken Shamrock. Which and they have he's this barely vignette, even a wrestler yet. Which he has not had an official first World Wrestling Federation match. He had that one weird shoot fight exhibition with Vernon White. That doesn't fucking count. Yeah, no. It wasn't even a real match. It was that fake UFC bullshit. Because <laughs> wrestling weird. is more real than UFC, dude. Oh, God. But yeah, now he has all this weird kind of family man, but can fucking mutilate you in the ring kind of motif where he's got four kids and he coaches their baseball team. Yet he's this ultimate fucking pit fighter, dude. Yeah, it I was guess they're weird. trying to get some sympathy off of him for this match against Vader. I don't really know what they're going for here because if he's coming in as this fucking killer, he's going to take out 
a 460 pound fucking Vader. Why are you talking about his fucking family? Yeah, who cares? Who gives a shit? Right? I don't. We don't at all. So now we've got not so Darth Vader and Chicken McNugget are yes. going to have a match. Fucking Chicken McNugget, Gold Dust here against Vader. With his, you know, lovely wife, Gold Titties. Golden Titties, fucking Marlena <laughs> or Terry Runnels, as we find out later on after this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Undertaker's World Wrestling Federation title belt is missing. Who the fuck is it? It's gone. They can't find it. Is it with the creatures of the night? I don't know. Is it in a casket somewhere? I could understand that Undertaker is probably out for blood. Out of all the wrestlers that you would want to steal their title belt, I think the Undertaker ranks probably right at the top of the ones you do not want to steal. And I will say, when... There was a certain group that had come to the ring earlier. Heart Foundation. And when they said that Undertaker's belt was missing, I was like, one of those looks like Undertaker's belt. Owen was the only one holding titles in that promo. He held all the belts. Yeah. Four, apparently. Four. I think one he left out and was holding... Underneath Under- one of the other titles? Yeah, it looked like it. There was a lot going there on there. There was a there. lot going on, and I could see how it would be very distracting, and you maybe wouldn't notice. Sure. But I noticed something was iffy. Because that's the that. thing. Why the fuck would they have Undertaker's title? How the fuck would they get it? Well, fucking Brett's a belt hog, so. I guess so. <sighs> He's uh, manifesting. Yes, <laughs> he is. Totally is. He was- they're belt hogging all the belts. That's right. So this Vader Gold Dust match, unfortunately, Vader does win it with the Vader bomb. Yeah. Uh, Shamrock's on commentary talking about how he's going to beat the stuffing out of fucking <laughs> beat the stuffing, beat the stuffing out of fucking oh Vader a cold God. day in hell. So Vader fucking spits at him while he's on. And you know, like in a post-COVID world, like spitting isn't exactly is the best not thing to do. Something to do, bros. Well, this is 1997, dude, and spitting no, yeah. is totally on the docket. So here we are, fucking mankind comes down. I was like trying to slather myself in like (laughs) hand sanitizer on that. Yeah, watching spitting in a post-COVID world is definitely interesting. Mankind's in. We've got a whole fucking Donnie Brick. It's fucking mankind. Donnie Brick? Donnie Brook. Wow. You could use a brick in a Donnie Brook if you wanted to. It could Mm. be a Donnie Brick. But it is one with mankind and Vader and Shamrock trying to pump this Vader shamrock match at the pay-per-view now we get the gold (sighs) dust retrospective yeah and like i said with shamrock's vignette was they're trying to push forward the backstories and the upbringings and all this real life shit Mm -hmm. with their characters to actually let the viewer understand who they are as people Mm -hmm. why they do what they do and Mm -hmm. i honestly thought that think still do think that that's a great idea because it's all about the wrestlers it's all about the characters it's all about the storylines but you want to understand who they are and why they're doing it it just it s- felt so out of nowhere that i was like what the actual yeah fuck? are they like now they've got more time 
to have wrestling on our screens. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, but let's try. We gotta f- fill that time. It's not about just filling the time. It's about trying something different. I know. I get a- that. As it opposed to you know weird. just having wrestling matches and promos like they've had for the past twenty or thirty years. Why not try something different? It just felt really odd. But you'll see more of it going forward. Mm-hmm. So get used to it because now we have Gold Dust fucking retrospective yeah. and real life this is all a fucking shoot here because dustin rhodes runnels yeah is dusty rhodes real life son Mm -hmm. dusty rhodes one of the most famous wrestlers of all time the american dream dusty rhodes multiple time uh champion in uh, wcw and yeah gold dust is his fucking son and cody rhodes is his son as well too so he goes off about Originally, when he became a wrestler... That's a big age gap, it feels like. It is quite the age gap, yes. Weird. Bit of an age gap. But it feels like here that Gold Dust, Dustin Runnels, Dustin Rhodes, and Terry Runnels, his real-life wife, mm-hmm. Marlena's his real-life wife, mm-hmm. and they have a kid, Dakota, together. Mm-hmm. He's kind of lived in the shadow of his father, the American Dream. Mm-hmm. So he wants to kind of break out of that shell. So that's why he came in as Gold Dust because he wanted nothing to do with his dad's character. He wanted nothing to do with anybody. Just because everyone was always like, yeah. oh, how's your dad? Yeah, everybody asked, how's your dad? He Not- wanted to be house how am I? Yeah. And then how's your dad? Because, you know, like... He wanted you're his own make, identity. You're trying to make a name for yourself. It's hard when, you know, you're always being asked about someone else. Sure. I'm sure a lot of people, especially, you know, in relationships even, yeah. when you're getting asked about your significant other all the time, but yet not yourself, mm-hmm. you know? True. It's a little bit weird. But this is with him, with his dad, because his dad's a famous, one of the most famous professional wrestlers of all time. So that's why he came with the gold dust so he can have his own identity. Mm-hmm. And it really worked out for him. But at the time, because of the world, the way it was, he was this androgynous character, yet they would call him gay and they would slag him off and they would do all these things. And he got a lot of heat because of it. Mm-hmm. And he did create his own identity. But now he wants everybody to understand that this is the real person. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's neat to see... It kind of go that way. You they're going to do this a with lot. Un- not a lot, like here and there, but mm. they're going to do this with another character. And you're not going to believe the next character that they do this mm. with. Interesting. Very interesting. I can't even guess because there's so fucking many. So, yeah. Whatever. We get our next reality check promo. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> weird. We, did you even Google what that was about? Yeah, I did. It was basically just, uh, I don't know. It was an idea that they had that uh, weird. they wanted like kids were, you know, they're into wrestling. So it kind of got into their everyday. It was a reality check, I guess. And yeah, but the funny thing about this, I did read about this, is that this one was Shawn Michaels, where the kid, he's dressed up as Shawn Michaels, he's doing like the dance on the bus and shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's Shawn Michaels. Uh, they actually had to cancel this reality check with the kid doing Shawn Michaels, because when it comes down to it, Shawn Michaels is basically doing a strip tease when he does this. <laughs> That's kind of his whole thing. He's a stripper. He takes off his clothes. He does this. Mm-hmm. So when we have footage of this kid doing like a stripper dance, so to speak, 
they realize that hey maybe nuts is not in the best taste <laughs> to have a fucking young kid do a stripper dance on a bus full of kids so i actually pulled it Mm-hmm. And they did a new... Yet they still have the kid pretending he's Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking beer. He, was, he wasn't drinking beer. He's drinking milk. <laughs> but Stone Cold Steve Austin drinks beer. Anyways, Not whatever. yet, though. He hasn't drank beer on camera yet. Then why are they doing... I don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, they pulled these HBK reality check uh, vignettes and they instituted, reinstituted with... Uh, a grown man but it's different a reality check they it wasn't just the kids it turned out because they did the grandpa one too right so they they did other ones involving hbk weird anyway very weird yes but what oh yes oh yes raise that fist no. brother no so now forehead tat we are the nation If Sean's not careful, I'm going to hit him with one of his own drumsticks. Because <laughs> we are the <laughs> no! nation, Lavinated Color. <laughs> Don't diss your hubby or I'll bum rush your mother. That is really weird. <laughs> no thanks. Anyway, so Forehead Tat is finally going to run his gauntlet thing. And of course it's going to be jobbers. It, it's the fucking two, three toughest guys in the Fed because we oh, don't even know their God. names. Of course, they're going to get the weakest people ever. Funny enough. Hang on. Okay, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Hang on. Go ahead, brother. So the whole time that he's doing this, Vince is saying that Ahmed's not going to have to do this one after another. It's going to be done throughout the night. Mm, Interesting. So he'll fight one and then like have a match in between fight wow. another have another match or two in between fight the last guy Weird. so so it's not actually a gauntlet match it's like three separate singles matches. apparently that's the way that vince is making it sound while forehead tat is doing this right Go, say what you were gonna say now well it's funny because like heart foundation have been like looking throughout the entire arena looking under trucks and outside the arena and all over in locker rooms. When they went into one of these locker rooms, these two guys in this gauntlet match were in the locker rooms. And funny enough, they actually found a guy backstage that kind of looked like Shawn Michaels, and they started beating him up, (laughs) realized it wasn't Shawn Michaels, and continued to beat him up anyways because he looked like HBK. But yes, these weird singlet, weird-haired jobbers are in here and obviously crush lays waste to them, heart punch, whole thing. But then this one guy runs in. The third guy finally comes and he runs in. And He's got he's, a hood. He's got a hood on. He's wearing like a sweater. He's wearing a Green he's Bay wearing, Packers jacket. <laughs> he's wearing sweatpants. Sweatpants? And literally... I looked at him. He wasn't even in the ring yet. And I looked at him and he, he I was saw like, the run. just the way he runs and the way his like body kind of is like, this guy's familiar. This looks like Thonginator. It's fucking Ahmed. 
literally beats the shit out of forehead tat. Oh, right away. Pearl River Plunge, PRP, one, two, three. The, like, <laughs> the hood, hood off. off yeah. And it's literally <laughs> Thominator. I was like, fuck yeah. Dude, what a great job by fucking oh, Ahmed. That he was got, amazing. Totally got one over here on the nation. Fucking comes out in his fucking sick ass Green Bay Packers <laughs> fucking uh, jacket here. Uh, yep. his, oh, so I nice! Loved that. It's awesome. PRP and the one, two, three takes the pantyhose off his head, and it's on Mad Fucking Johnson, fucking Thonginator. But no thong this week. But we no. did have pantyhose, Green Bay Packers jacket, and sweatpants. It made the sweatpants make sense, though. Totally. As we alluded to earlier, why is he wearing sweatpants? This is why he's wearing sweatpants. Something that he could have done, though, to make it a little less obvious, obvious is wear his regular is attire. wear his regular attire and put the sweatpants on over top if he didn't have time to, like, take his other stuff off or Only whatever. Only one attire change a night for Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> he's too lazy to do more than one. <laughs> he's I like, mean, well, I, got, I gotta wear fucking sweatpants in my second segment so I may as well just wear the same sweatpants in the first segment. It's not like I'm allowed to change pants in between matches or Apparently. anything. <laughs> oh. do, we, do we get an HPK cream team promo here? We do. The Rose Kismetic! The Heartbreak Kitchen Michaels! So, when he went on and said he was quitting because of his knee injury and stuff. He lost his smile, yeah. He lost his smile, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I said he'll be back in four to five months. Yep, you did. And so he's talking about now, and I kind of figured now that the Heart Foundation, the Bitch Heart Foundation is out for blood when it comes to Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. that must mean he's coming back. Right. And then he announces his return at King of the Ring, which is in June, which he lost a smile in February. So March, April, May. June. Four months. We got exactly four Holy fuck. months. <laughs> I was right. On his I return. Was right. A successful pre Dick Aaron. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> here. And yeah, apparently HBK. I mean, uh, he says the Heart Foundation is powerful, but not as powerful as the click. What what is that? Oh, it's education time here, brother, on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation. Yeah, podcast. he's talking about the click, and I'm like, what the fuck are you what talking about? What the fuck about, is bro? the click? Okay, the click. K L I Q. The click. See, no one knows how to spell. K L I. Yeah, trick. Click. No one knows how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the click. Okay, Shawn Michaels has this group of buddies that includes Kevin Nash. Okay. He was in Magic Mike. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Okay. Like the real one? The real one. Okay. Not, not fucking uh, shaving cream. Kay. Not fucking gasoline, but the real diesel and Razor. There we Scott go. Hall and Kevin Nash. Okay. Triple H. Uh-huh. Diz Prince. Mm-hmm. And another character you'll eventually see who used to be around, uh, the one, two, three kid. Uh, Sean Waltman, or X-Pac eventually. He's in WCW right now. So we're Sean Squared? Yeah, Sean Square, <laughs> Sean Waltman, and Sean Michaels. But yeah, uh, Sean Waltman, uh, one, two, three, kid, 
Hall and Nash are all in WCW right now. Mm-hmm. So all of them were all in the WWF at one point. It was Hall, Nash, One Two Three Kid, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. All five of them. So they had what was called the MSG incident. <laughs> the Madison. Oh my God. Sphere Garden incident. <laughs> I had to do something that was MSG. Exactly. <laughs> the Madison Sphere. I did good. Garden. You did great, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a few seconds to Took think you about it. Took a few. You couldn't use square. You had to use sphere. Yeah. And I commend you for it. But they had the MSG incident. The Madison Sphere Garden incident. Where, of course, up to this time, kayfabe brother... That we don't expose the business that it's predetermined and they're not actually like really fucking fighting each other and it's Mm -hmm. all predetermined. So before Hall and Nash left WWF, their contracts were up and they were signing new contracts with WCW. They were leaving. They were gone. And so there was this tag match in a fucking cage or a a match in a cage and had Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash and it was the last match that they were going to have in WWF. Okay. But the problem was, is that, yeah, it was heels versus face. So, like, Triple H and and Nash were the heels. Razor and Sean were the faces. And after the match was over, in the cage at MSG, they all hugged. They all raised each other's hands. Heels and faces together because they're friends in real life. They broke kayfabe. And when they went back, they exposed the business and showed everyone that this is all fucking predetermined. Vince fucking furious. They buried the fucking wrestling business with this moment Mm -hmm. and then took off the WCW. That group is called the click. Two of them in WWF, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, three of them in WCW. That's what he's talking about. And that's what that is, dude. The fucking click. Come on, too sweet me, bro. No. Too sweet me, bro. No. It's for Shawn Michaels. Come on. It's for Shawn Michaels. <gasps> You're such a too fucking sweet me, bro. nerd. <laughs> Education time on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. He also says Homer Simpson is an icon, and he is, but it's kind of funny that a country like America would have Homer Simpson, a fucking idiot as an icon status but then when brett comes out don't make fun of the simpsons sean michaels because he was in the oh simpsons dude God. <laughs> but oh no here's your prediction four months we're gonna get sean michaels in action apparently we're not gonna wait four months it's, it's happening only, now it's only three months <laughs> so funnily enough your prediction looks like it's actually going to be wrong because now we're three months removed and he's going to have a match with Jim the Anvil Nightheart, but the bell never rings and there's never a ref and technically he doesn't have a match. There we go. He fights them, but he doesn't have a match. Yeah. So his actual return hasn't happened yet, but he is getting physical. Yeah. And the spiky dino bros. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. Yeah. So... I don't know if they're going to be around by the time we're watching Sex in the City. Okay. Uh, probably not. Because. No, they won't be. Sorry. In the second movie. Okay. Samantha very closely resembles a spiky dino bro. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hold up. Hawk or animal? Hold up. Dude, that is so fucking perfect. <laughs> 
Right. Samantha, what's the actress's name? Kim Cattrall. Oh, that's Kim Cattrall. Yeah. yeah. Red fucking outfit. Spikes on the shoulders. Yeah. Fucking silver, silver spikes. spikes on the shoulders. Oh, what a sex in the city. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was I was watching the movie because I was really I'm watching the series over again to see, like, if there's anything that we could really make, like, if we wanted to do it after One that Tree we Hill. we could amalgamate with wrestling. And <laughs> I saw that scene so and perfect. I was like, so perfect. holy fuck, she's a spiky dino <laughs> I've seen this movie a billion times. It's the third man. It's Kim Cattrall in the Legion of Doom. Oh, my God. So but perfect. whose side is she on? Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Legion of Doom and Kim Cattrall are in here to save Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and then they have a match after with... Pokeball bros. Fucking lame fucks. Pokeball bros. Which uh, they let them talk again. Let them fucking talk again because it's easy to see that we're the most exciting team in the world. <laughs> I never have laughed so hard wow. at wrestling. <laughs> it's easy to see they're a fucking comedy act. Oh my god. Curtain jerk and comedy act. <laughs> Fuck. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Mistake number one, you put them on our screens. Mistake number two, you gave them fucking entrance music that's lame as as just as lame as their character. Mistake number three, you actually thought they had charisma. <laughs> Mistake number four, you gave them mic time. Mistake number five, you gave them mic time two weeks in a row. And oh. mistake number 17 or whatever we're on, they beat fucking Legion of Doom. Yeah, that was a giant mistake. Because of Owen and Bulldog, of course. <sighs> but for some fucking reason, LOD's taking a job against fucking lame Pokeball bros. Ew. What the hell's going Pokeball on here? Charisma-less. Telling jokes. Storyline-less. Fucking Mikeless, shitty ass fucking tag team. Why are they on my screen? Yeah. And they beat fucking LOD. I wasn't impressed with that part. But you know what I was impressed with? Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold is in the building! Austin! 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 Stone Cold. So extra. Stone Cold's here, bro. I know. We gotta get fucking excited every time Stone Cold Steve Austin's on her fucking screen. Stone Cold's here. Yes. But yet still distracted with the Heart Foundation. Yeah. So I don't like his chances against Undertaker, Cold Day in Hell. I mean, I don't think Undertaker is gonna lose his title. This other soon. than, you know, it getting stolen. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this soon. Which speaking of, Undertaker's out here. Yeah, and he is out for fucking blood. Yeah, somebody stole his fucking title. He's going to find them. Why the fuck would anybody do this? It Maybe if they had four other guys of backup, maybe. Maybe. Right? I mean, one's in a wheelchair, so. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah. But he says, whoever stole the belt. The soon-to-be-dearly-departed. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kind of alluding... Because he thinks that Stone Cold. Which it would kind of make sense because he's got a title match with them. 
and you know what? I had thought about that, but I also thought, no, I don't think Stone Cold is the type to do that. He's going to actually fight for it. He'll beat your ass for the title. Because that's just the way he is. He is distracted right now, though. And I know that the Hart Foundation are fucking belt hogs. And Owen is this little sneak. Yep. So that, to me, made makes sense. Fair enough. They were my first pick for they have possibly done it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So before we get to the Bulldog and Austin main event here, holy shit. Or Slutty Sunny has a wiener. (laughs) What? Slutty Sunny has a wiener? Yeah. She walks out and she's like flaunting the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shilling it. Austin 316 shirt. The same one that you have. Yeah. the, The highest selling shirt in wrestling history, brother, to this day. So she's like strutting. She's up on the stage, whatever. Uh, Kendrick is in the background by the Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin 316 shirt. Here's the thing. She was wearing like very short shorts underneath that mm-hmm. you couldn't even see them really. Okay. And the way that the light sh- was shining on her thigh, it looked like she had a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy well, fuck. Well, if you look at recent photos of Sunny before she gets sentenced to 25 and a half years in prison for fucking killing somebody with a DUI, maybe, just maybe, <laughs> she would be a chick with a dick in the can. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, time has not done her so well. No. <laughs> not at all. At least Bulldog and Austin are on our screens. Yeah. And we also find out that Aaron has another correct prediction because Paul Bear's back next week. <laughs> He's officially yes, back. Finally. And I was like, so he's going to come back. And guaranteed, like, the way that his face was lit up, like, that is not just, like, Undertaker had it, like, on his, like, forehead, like, a little to the left or whatever, right, right above his eyebrow. It wasn't that bad. This one looked like, I was like, this is going to be a fucking full face. And literally, literally full face bandage. And and the thumbnail, like, screenshot of the next episode of Monday Night Raw is Paul Bear with a full face bandage. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and, I like, how many things have I gotten right this episode Not already? Not only that, how many things have we gotten right about fucking Paul Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. And I'm, like, I... Like a fucking I, savant. <laughs> I don't fucking care about wrestling outside of doing the podcast at all. You do now, brother. And... No, I, I still really don't. Like, I really, other than doing the podcast, I really. Yeah, it's not like it's, you watch it on your own no, time. It's not and, like I watch One Tree Hill on my own and time. And it's not like I'm going to Google anything about it. I don't have time for that shit. And not only that, you don't want to spoil anything. I don't either. care. And yeah, I'd rather not spoil it. But what the fuck is happening? Yeah, like, I don't know, even man. just the timing of things lining up with our episode titles and just like things going on in like One Tree Hill Land and then wrestling for the same episode. It's like, what the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, dude. 
yeah anyways Mm -hmm. i had to get that out there yeah it's very true man you've been picking up on this stuff quite a bit (laughs) that's the thing is yeah you say you may not be a wrestling fan but because we're going through this and you'll watch so much wrestling that you'll pick up on all these wrestling nuances and be able to predict shit so easily because it it is unpredictable but yet predictable at the same time yeah yeah i guess so interesting Considering how much I've predicted that's coming true this episode. Very true, yeah. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, British Bulldog, first ever singles match against mm-hmm. each other. Didn't think it happened, but it did. And here we are, Monday Night Raw. See, and this is where I think it's really odd that now they've switched gears and they're like... one step closer to getting a burp on record dude um so (laughs) fuck that was so distracting um (laughs) so damn it no sneezing on the podcast damn it (laughs) so now they're switching gears that they're going for prom king but yeah. Now they still Bulldog's have a match. match Castle Cold. Boots has a match with Stone Cold. Yeah. So I feel like it's still eventually going to come back around to Stone Cold. It, it, it's not like they only have to turn their attentions to one guy. They're just yeah. turning some of their attentions to one guy and still. Because they're uh, like, oh, we beat the shit and we got the best of him. Barely. You're allowed to have multiple feuds at a time. There's nothing wrong with that. Kevin Owens had <sighs> feuds with like five, six guys at a time back in the day. Yeah, I'm just. I just thought it was so funny. Anyway. Either way, Stone Cold fucking he won. Fucking stunner, clean win over mm-hmm. Bulldog, the tag team and European champ. Owen comes out mm-hmm. with the with World Wrestling Federation title. title in tow. I was right. Owen stole it. Yet another correct predict, Aaron here. <laughs> prediction from Aaron another one you're just on a roll with this episode I don't even understand it you're a fucking psychic apparently I don't get it unreal yeah I don't get it Undertaker of course is back to get his title back oh fuck yeah he he ain't fucking but the way that it ended up on the ground yeah it looked like and Stone Cold Stone Cold picked it up yeah and then it Undertaker ripped it away from him yes. and then laid it in front of him. He's like, fucking come get me for this. And it looked like Austin didn't want any of the smoke was about to leave. And then he gets right back in there and they go fucking at it. Well, I think it almost looked like Stone Cold was maybe accusing Austin of being a part of that. You mean Undertaker was accusing yes. Stone Cold of being Derp. a part of that? <laughs> yes, Undertaker was accusing... Austin's telling Austin he's got the title, pal! What the hell is happening? Oh my god, Austin's accusing Austin! <laughs> yes, it looked like Undertaker was a co- accusing Stone Cold <laughs> yes. of having taken it because he did have it in his hand when undertaker came out true enough but you think undertaker would have seen on a screen in the back that owen was the one who came out with the title well exactly there's screens in the back so sure there you go how else would he have known to even come out exactly because he got his cue at the gorilla position dude (laughs) what is your rating on this episode I tell you, I give you a five out of five on your fucking predictions for this episode. You know what? There was only one thing that really unimpressed me. Which was? 
Spiky Dino Bros losing. Yeah, yeah. But storyline. Yeah. Okay, Fabe. Uh, whatever. You know. Um, four point one. Woo! Very nice. I think the last three or four episodes we've been in the fours. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Something like that. Very really nice. Pretty high. Yeah, and we had that four point eight that one episode, but we needed Bret Hart in an ambulance for forty five minutes to get that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you did. Great need that. ratings, though. I mean, ninety cent. What did I tell you? What did what did double J? <laughs> J U double S at T I double N double J Justin Johnson say on a WrestleMania episode. It's all uphill from here, uphill, uphill, heel. Because I've been watching too many Godwin's matches and I got uphill. Oh my god, (laughs) it's all uphill from here, brother. And according to your ratings, yes, it has gone steeply climbing uphill. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Fuck yeah. Next episode will be the pay-per-view. The cold day in hell, damn it! And we got the rematch. Owen and Bulldog against Spiky Dino Bros for the tag team titles. Ooh. Who do you like in that one? Ooh. Who do you like in that one? Do you still feel like it's time for Owen and Bulldog to keep these it's, titles or to no, lose them? It's time for them to lose them. They've been chance for so long. It's so long. And I feel like... With everything going on with now um, Owen stealing that belt. Yeah. You think they're going to be more involved with like the main event with Undertaker and stuff? Probably. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to be so distracted now with getting the world title. They might just end up losing their tag titles. A little too distracted with the main event feuds. Yeah. So you're picking uh, the LOD, the Spiky Dino Bros, and the tag team title Yeah, match. my Spiky Dino Bros got to win one. Okay, okay. Who do you got for uh, fucking Four Leaf Clover, Shammy, Ken Shamrock against four Not Leaf So Darth? Clover. Yeah, that's pretty good I don't pick like there. Not So Darth. That's a pretty good pick there. He's just weird. And the main event... Undertaker, Stone 100%. Cold Steve Austin. Undertaker. And he keeps Undertaker. it way longer. It has to, right? It has to. Because they flip flopped and hot potatoed that belt way for too many so times. So long. So now it's time for someone to hang on to it for a little while. Sure. Sure. <sighs> 90 plus days, I say. 90 plus days. So at least yep. three months. At least three months. Well, the thing is, he's already had it for almost two months now. So we're getting close, but I think he's got it a little bit longer. I can't wait, wait until the King of the Ring. Because, yes, this is an in-your-house cold day in hell. So this is like one of the B pay-per-views, the, the less-than-two-hour pay-per-view. So it's it's not a long pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But then King of the Ring, that's like one of the tent poles, the more important pay-per-views. And we have some matches coming up for that one. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, shit's about to go down and I can't wait for you to see it. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. So excited. Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. Once again, we are here and we appreciate everyone who listens, who subscribes, likes, views, and everything you do on our social media at treehillwf.podcast and listening in on all the streaming services, including Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, uh, oh, no. Google Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Deezer, not Stitcher. 
and Pandora and and the, I said Pandora in the eyes of Apple Podcasts. We're number twenty three. We're Not, number twenty three. We're number one hundred and twenty three. A while ago. We're number two hundred seventeen. We're either way. I don't know. We're ranked. We were ranked. We're ranked on Apple Podcasts. That was pretty cool. I got the email today and I haven't been paying attention to those emails just because we it's hasn't said shit in quite a while and they send it to me weekly and I was like, I'll look this time. And when it said we were at 134 and then I like logged in and it was like, actually on the 7th, you were 23. Very cool. Pick up a little steam here on the Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. Get your stickers at treehillwf.podcast and as a DM if you would like one. And we'll get one out to you. $3.16. Wonder Mm -hmm. why we charge that much for it. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Obviously, our anniversary, the most important 316 out there. I mean, I couldn't even think of any other 316 that's out there that's more Uh important than our anniversary. Fucking slutty sunnies strutting with a Austin 316 shirt earlier, but, you know, (laughs) with her dick out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Well, until next week, we appreciate you all. We love you all. And the secret to a successful relationship is starting a podcast that amalgamates One Tree Hill and the World Wrestling Federation. And until next week, I bid you adieu. And I say, bye, bitch.